Well, hey you, hello there, every person everywhere. Well, hello there, whoever you are, wherever you are, however you're listening. My name is Lynn, and I'm the host for Every Person Everywhere, stuff that you can relate to. So, on today's episode, I wanted to hit on the topic of affording opportunities in very unconventional ways, once again. And so, I mention this a lot because it's very important to me. And it's very important to me because with my demographic growing up, there wasn't really any type of way to afford a lot of opportunities. And when we wanted stuff, mom and dad, specifically mom after dad had passed, had to work their fingers into the bone and stone in order to get those things for us. So... I think I want to hammer in on why I chose to be a musician and how that affected me to this day and how it will always affect me. So, obviously, being an adult now, I don't have as much time for music. And I grew up in a small town where nobody played music, let alone played the kind of music that I write. So, my music career is on back burner. Until further notice, I'll still obviously be releasing solo stuff, and if that takes off, then so be it. Very cool. Otherwise, this is my way of creating media content for the internet for now. But being music helped me in many different ways as a kid. To this day, I still debate whether or not I got the gigs I did because they felt bad for me. Um, But I'll get into that as we get along. So when I was in middle school, I got to join the county-wide band, and I got to audition for the district band. Now, I was a very good, well-versed drummer. I was a very good drummer on a left-handed configured drum set. As far as being right-handed, not so much. Fun fact, I'm left-handed. We're the only ones in our right mind, as I like to tell people that are also left-handed. But that's a little nerdy joke for the medical professionals out there because of cerebral lateralization and the fact that your right hemisphere controls your left side of your body. But I digress. So, I swear to this day, even though I wasn't good at rudiments, I got into county band because I was bullied a lot in middle school. I was very depressed and they felt bad for me. That's a given. Now, maybe not so much because the very next year I got to be put on quints or marching tenors, which are the set of basically rack toms that you see drummers marching around with in marching bands across the nations. So they're not very lightweight instruments to play and they're not very easy to play. But in order to play them successfully, you need to start with your right hand because the pitches of the drums go right hand, pitch one, the lower pitch below that is your left hand, and then you move your arm to the right, towards your side, you have drum number three, which is lower yet, and then you have your lowest drum, and that's off to your left. So right, left, right, left, which is what most drummers do naturally, but I had to relearn. So I had to study extra hard to undo and correct immoral and immodest habits in the music world from a very young age. And so I worked very hard at this all throughout high school, and really, I still try to, to this day. And then I got noticed. I feel like 
I wasn't the best marching percussionist. I knew that I was definitely one of the best ones there, but I wasn't the best one there. And part of me thinks that the band instructor in my high school felt pity for me because he went to college and high school with my dad and they both applied for all of the same music jobs. It's just that my dad ended up never working a day of his life professionally with music and the band director did. So, there's that. And maybe he did feel a bit guilty and that's why he sent me on the trip that he did. But hey, guess what? It worked. I did it. It revolutionized my entire life. And that was the single trip that would redefine my entire worldview. And there's a lot of reasons why it redefined my entire worldview. So when I was told that I was eligible to go on Youth Music Abroad, which was an intercollegiate of sorts type of trip with five or six different high schools in our vicinity, in the county, this meant that I had to be even better than I was before. There were a lot of good musicians. A lot of really attractive musicians, too. Nothing would become of any of that, but hey, nice to say that I tried, albeit I was a very awkward teenager that had no idea how to talk to people. And I would say that my skills as a Boy Scout and being a leader um, definitely came in handy several points in time where my tour group would get lost and I'd be able to find my way out of pretty much any situation. But more on that later. So, I was considering getting on a plane to Europe. And we would be going for about 12 days. We would spend four of them roaming around Italy. We would start outside of Rome and work our way up. And then we would drive through to Switzerland. After which, we would make our way to Germany. From Germany, we would go to France. And we would stay in the north of France for a day. Then we would take a day trip to London. Perhaps stay the night. And then we didn't. So, as we were considering finances and we had the first meeting to go on this trip, a bunch of bright-eyed, bushy-tailed kids, we were told that London and Austria, that were originally supposed to be on our trip docket, no longer were, because they were just a little too expensive for one day. The interesting thing of this is we stayed in Switzerland for a day and a half. And Switzerland is notoriously one of the most expensive countries in Europe, if not the world. So why could we not afford London? Additionally, when we got the final figurehead for the cost, without tuition assistance for those of us like myself, who were very broke, had working poor class parents, the average figurehead for this trip would have been about five and a half thousand dollars per student obviously because you need to transport your musical equipment your suitcases yourself you need to transport everything between national borders you need to find ways to eat you need to find entertainment for teenagers it's not exactly a cheap thing we're talking about to be fair when I've done a lot of trips myself in Europe in later days, I'd realize that actually that was pretty budget deal. Then again, group discounts. Group discounts always come in handy. If 
find some friends if you can, even if it's just on a meet me group saying, hey, I'm interested in going skiing in the Alps, let's go together for a group discount kind of thing. We don't have to talk to each other the entire time we're there, let's just go and save money. But anyhow, did it make sense to me that London was no longer on the docket, but whatever. So, I had afforded this trip so far because of survivor's guilt for the band director and myself, and also because I spent a long time working on being the most complete musician that I possibly could back then, which, you know, after my father passed away and he left me all of his instruments, I started learning those as well. And of course, I looked at those figures on the screen and I remembered that my mother was not a very rich woman. And I said, there's no way in heck that we're going to afford this. This is not going to happen. And she said, you want to go though, right? Oh yeah, for sure. I want to go more than anything, but you've got mortgage payments and you don't make that much money. I was only 16, 17 and I had already recognized this. Well, without me knowing... She had started selling some old heirlooms that had less sentimental value to her, but were worth monetary value to others. She had worked probably 60, 70 hours a week, put all of it in savings that wasn't for mortgage, and did absolutely nothing for herself for the next year and a half. And how I was able to somehow afford this opportunity at long last was indeed because I had a mother who worked her fingers to stone and bone to begin with and knew that this was something that meant a lot to me and somehow find, found a way. Now, I have no idea what her real secrets were to being able to make this happen. And I'm not saying that anybody should sacrifice their physical or mental health that much just to do something for somebody else. By no stretch of the imagination do I ever employ that or implore that but to this day I find it absolutely incredible that she was able to somehow make that happen for me and so I would soon be on a flight to Europe the shock and awe on my face when she handed me the music packet and said start rehearsing and I asked her why and she then pulled out a plane ticket for me I will never forget that day, as long as I live. Because I started crying immediately, asked her how the hell she made this happen, and she just simply said, a magician never reveals their secrets. And so, the next time that we speak, my friends, it will pick up in the terminal after rehearsals are completed, on my way to Europe on my way to Italy for the first time in my very young and very naive life and I will leave it there so the question of the day and probably the last time that I'll hit on this until I start my independent travels which was a bit more unorthodox in how I funded obviously because I'm resourceful the last time I'll hit on this question is opportunity what is one occasion in which you were able to do something completely out there that you had no idea you would be able to pull off, but you still found a way and did it anyhow? I'm very much looking forward to hearing your stories about this. And for now, 
I'll leave it at that, and to this I add my beautiful and nurturing silence.